0: This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is
1: Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Angela Barnes is with us this morning. Uh, You can text the show at 812.15, Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at FrankOnTheRadio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. .uk, UK, Doctor? Frank at Absolute Radio. Um, anyway, we should get one of the Daleks into that. Nick Briggs, the voice of the Daleks. Angela, good morning. Good morning,
2: Angela. Just FYI, Frank often references weird people like
3: Nick Briggs. See, I knew what a Dalek was, and then I was lost after that.
1: I tell you what I did. I tell you what I did there. Um, You know when uh, actors, instead of saying Ronald Pickup, they said, yes, I was working with lovely Ronnie Pickup. (laughs) Um, He's always listed as Nicholas Briggs, but I called him uh, Nick Briggs.
0: You
2: see, if that had been my parents, it would have been lovely, lovely Nicky Briggs.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Lovely little actor. Uh, uh, Recently I interviewed um, PJ Harvey, and I said, should I call you PJ? She said, call me Polly. And I said, that's it. No, for me, I'm happy to end this now. So every reference to her since. I've said, yeah, I call her uh, Polly, actually. Even when the TV announcer I said, and PJ Harvey will be. Anyway, uh, enough of that. Um, So uh, Angela Barnes are, of course, those um, um, rural outhouses that instead of having the curved um, roofs have sort of geometrically... (laughs) Oh no, that's Angular Barnes.
3: Oh, beautiful.
1: Oh, I mean, I've oh. met the silliest
3: era. Do You know, no. the lovely thing is, my my husband's surname is is Wooden, and so if we were mar- if we were double joking. married, we would be Wooden Barnes. That yeah. Well, get married. What are you waiting for? We are married, for? but I didn't take his name. Oh,
1: I met at the Brits once a couple. I can't remember the exact, but she was called something like. Debbie Frank and he was called like Dave Skinner and they said the reason they weren't going to do it is because of the obvious (laughs) I'd have thought they'd be proud
3: I would have done that you could have bought... Uh, if you'd have married a Wallace as well. Oh, yeah, Barnes-Wallace. Barnes and Noble. I should have married mm. Ross Noble. Yeah, Barnes-Wallace. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should have done. <laughs> I
2: think his wife was she, yeah, she might. It's she, not normally
1: say. why we choose our partners, is it, for a comedy hyphenation.
2: <laughs> Do you know your commitment to the joke... Yeah, is I, I can act, you're one of the few people I can actually imagine doing that. Have <laughs> you yeah. not been no, lucky I've, enough to meet care
0: I
1: think that's fair enough. He actually I,
2: took. I was interviewing Frank once for my podcast, and he produced a pipe. This is
1: is an audio (laughs) podcast, remember? And
2: and he was laughing to himself hysterically (laughs) at his own joke.
1: Yeah. I I waited until Emily turned. We were taking taking dogs for a walk, which is what Emily does on her podcast, obviously. (laughs) And she looked over at something. As soon as she looked away, I was in the pockets for the pipe. So when she looked back, there I was with a nice meersham. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it was it was just just for her. I should say Barnes Wallace was um, the man who invented the bouncing bomb, Mm. which um, in the days when bombs were a bit more jolly, you know, (laughs) bouncing around the place, Mm. Um, and that's what the Dam Busters um, was based on.
2: Isn't it? It was even a nickname, wasn't it? Bouncing bomb. No, but the bomb (laughs) is it? Bomber Harris.
1: Now, Bomber Harris was a different. Mm. Uh, it was oh. a different thing. Yeah. A fr- I worked I, I work with a guy who, who said that his dad used to say that the parents of Bomber Harris showed enormous foresight. <laughs> <It's>
3: <laughs> that nominative determinism there. Yeah,
1: I think he. Um, yeah, he did a lot of um, heavy-duty World War Two bombing. We shouldn't go into details <laughs> on, uh, on on on, on like- Harris. Harris. Um, we don't really talk about Harris anymore at the club. Um, I wonder what happened to him so um, yes uh, here's a thing here is a thing mm. um, oh I'm just going to speak then and the producer has done that zip your mouth um, thing oh. Oh. so I'm going to zip my mouth but it was on uh, that moment probably gone there if you do it with a man of my age could have been the funniest thing ever said, and <laughs> I'll forget it. Did you write it down, Frank? I didn't write it down. It's gone. already gone. Oh. It's already, I've already forgotten why I stopped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Skinner Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: We, should, we haven't really introduced Angela. Angela, tell us somewhat about yourself, Angela.
3: Something about myself. I'm a red-haired, glasses-wearing stand-up comedian. Yeah, of
1: course, right? People. <laughs> i big
0: brother VT.
1: I think that's good, though. I mean, there's a good, there's a strong tradition on Breakfast Radio of red-haired people in glasses doing quite well. <laughs> so uh, that could be good. Yes, yeah, so and you'll have. I you, as uh, um, apart from seeing Angela on telly. Absolute followers may well have seen Angela at our um, Christmas charity. What is it? What's stand up. it called?
2: The thing at the Palladium. The absolute thing. It's to stand up. Life? It's to stand up to cancer.
1: I don't suit. think it's. I think they changed the. Oh. Uh, it's it McMillan. Charity. Yeah, I don't I know it what is. it is now. I'm going to be straight with you. Oh, okay. I okay. know it's for a good cause. It's, yes. It's. It's. Uh, I don't know what it's called. It hasn't got one of those punning names that things should have. No. If it was like, if it was like right. Uh, buying drugs mm. for uh, people who are ill. It could be called the London mm. Pill Aid, <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, nice. I mean, yeah. Write that could down. Be called
1: that. I want to write that down. What's it that I'll use it next year.
3: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so, um, Boffin's working on that as we speak. And you you live in uh, Brighton? I do. I do live in Brighton. Thanks for coming all this way.
3: It's a I stayed in a terrible hotel last night. Oh, did you? Maybe um, you'd like to recommend it. <laughs> oh, you what know. do you un- do? Do you unrecommend it? That- I love stories about bad hotels. Tell me more. Tell me more. It was, well, I I was um, I was doing a show in Coventry last night. So Stop i showing off. I know. Look at me, eh? And I got the train back last night and stayed in a hotel in King's Cross. And I knew it wasn't going to be good when I arrived at the hotel and there were three bouncers on the door. Wow. And about one o'clock this it morning. It was Friday. It was Friday. Fair enough. Um, Uh, one o'clock this morning there was a fight outside my room door um and that's outside your door
1: not outside your window oh
3: oh yeah in the hotel what was the fight over Um, i couldn't quite hear because i didn't have my hearing aid (laughs) but i I sort of panicked for a bit and then i saw it was being dealt with but i didn't really sleep very well after that Mm. Um, so um can
1: i ask you about your hearing aid please do when you if you you can't really sleep in a hearing aid no no so would you? You could. If someone was shouting fire in the hotel, would you hear it?
3: Probably not. I'd hear the alarm. Possibly, but <laughs> okay. I once had. Um, I used to live in a in a flat, and downstairs we had a garden out the back, and the police at about four in the morning apprehended a burglar in the garden, and had to bring them through our flat to get out. And I slept through the whole <laughs> thing. My <laughs> flatmate the next day said. I thought you were out when I came down to breakfast I was like were you in last night she said how did you miss that she said there was like 15 police in the house and they apprehended someone in the garden I had them at 4 o'clock this morning I was making tea for everyone and I just slept through the whole thing she just thought I was out it's
1: oh, i to miss a bit of drama like that. <laughs> no, yeah. everyone's talking about it you feel a bit I can yeah can I just but she was showing off a bit that she was there yeah probably yeah, like yeah.
2: Can I, I, I hate, hate her. her, your mate. <laughs>
1: Showing off, mate.
2: I've been handed, I'm holding in my hand a piece of paper. Have you Ooh.
1: spoken to the German <laughs> Chancellor, Herr Hitler?
2: I did, actually. Okay. But that's, a, mind your own business. Absolute live at the
1: Palladium for Teenage Cancer Trust. Ah. Absolute live at the Palladium, yeah. I, Absolute see, It's not ponchy. it's not Ponchi, is it? <laughs> But it's a very good cause, obviously. And, and anyway, Angela well. was on the bill and was um, very funny.
2: Angela, just FYI, Frank likes to
1: give people reviews. <laughs> right, edit notes. No, but that, of- it's all, if they're good reviews, it's all right. They aren't always.
3: <laughs> I, I expected, I, from what I've heard, I thought he was going to come up and, you know, give me some advice afterwards. But, oh no,
1: um, no, I wouldn't have
3: happen. done that.
1: <laughs> I uh, no, it was everyone. Everyone that night went well. It was one of those it was nights. A great night. It was a night of a thousand stars. <laughs> um, um, oh, speaking of a thousand stars, mm-hmm. we, well, that's what I want to talk about in a minute. Frank okay. Skinner
0: on Absolute Radio.
1: I um, this fight outside your hotel room? Yeah. Was it one of those hotel room doors that's got the little peephole? Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that would have been my. I wouldn't have been able to get out of bed quick <laughs> enough.
3: Yeah, I was straight there. Well, because I, I didn't have my hearing aids in. So I, well, I did, it took me a while to realise something was going on and, and something bashed into my door. And I think I realised oh, the door wow. was Oh, wow,
1: that's it. when I'd start to go over and put the chain on. Mm,
3: there wasn't a <laughs> the chain. chain. No,
1: I usually have a chain in hotel rooms anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Angela I do apologize. Yeah, um, no because it's, it's the idea of being able to look through that little thing and there's a really like yeah. scary thing going on and you've got a massive block of wood protecting you find that brilliant. That's like... Um, have you ever been in a, a meerkat mound?
3: <laughs> oh, is that with the plastic bubble? It looks yes. Like, you know that board game you used to get, Frustration, with the yes. dice in the bubble? It's it looks like, like one of those.
1: It's what I think um, the Q- the Qatari um, World Cup bid said they were going <laughs> to do with, with um, the football grounds. They said they were going to put a dome <laughs> over that be air-conditioned. Uh, that fell through. But anyway... Um, you can go, yeah, it's for, it's for children, it's for the children. Mm. <laughs> you go underneath the meerkat enclosure and then you come up in a, in a um, see-through mound and you can sit and the meerkats are right there next to you. Oh, and that's what not? it'd be like You're... if it, watching a fight through a hotel door.
2: <laughs> I mean, you say you can do that. I'm all right, thanks.
1: <laughs> You'll be all right, because you need... Can't be... Where can I put this? Can't be too tall.
3: Oh, Do you do you I think the cats think that they're at the zoo? Do you think they're sort of going, oh, look, we can observe this human behaviour? You know? I've, I've never taken to them... <laughs> I think meerkats. The, the
1: meerkats think, "Am I standing on the fuselage of a Spitfire?"
3: And,
2: I just and there's that...
1: someone in the cockpit just <laughs> staring at. Them.
2: I just think meerkats have got very good PR. People talk about them all the time at the zoo, and there's a lot of neglected, far more interesting creatures there.
1: Yeah, well, they got they got the advert.
2: I see. Is they... it because
3: of the adverts they're popular? Yeah, they, it, once really. they
1: got the advert,
3: they got that really. deal.
1: They've never looked back. If that if that had been uh, talking tapir... <laughs> who were wearing even jackets and stuff. They, that would be the big thing. People are going about a cute tap or.
2: But if you say to a you, makeup, what's your brand? What, Nosy.
1: Yeah. That's mm. all of
2: their brand, isn't it? Can I share this with you from Mark Adamson? I mm.
1: fear they might say yeah. simples. That's what worries <laughs> oh, me. Oh, yeah. oh
2: dear. Uh, who said that? Someone said that it was awful. What about when someone said that in the House of Commons? Oh, did they? I think, oh, no. was it David Cameron?
1: One of our readers he said will "simples." Tell us. Oh, Someone said no. "simples," and maybe he was talking to the back benches.
2: <laughs> if one of our readers could uh, remind us, Mark Adamson mm-hmm. has this question for Angela: Has Angela ever fallen asleep while wearing her hearing aids and woken up thinking a miracle has happened overnight? <laughs>
0: That's oh, why that would be so cruel, wouldn't it?
1: And then you realise.
2: He I says, don't... "That's why I don't wear contact lenses." I'm not sure I could handle the disappointment when I'm No, yeah, but what happens
1: if you accidentally sleep in contact lenses? You woke up and feel that someone, that a sprite has gone into your bedroom and put rock salt into your eyes. <laughs> oh. That's what it feels like.
3: I once um, accidentally drank a contact lens. Because <gasps> oh. it's when I was a student and uh, i I've gone to visit a friend at another hall. So I was sort of sleeping on the floor in her little halls room and we'd had quite a lot to drink the night before and she had, we had sort of glasses of water on the side And uh, apparently, she'd gone to bed, realised she had her contacts in, took them out and just put them in a glass of water, and I drank them.
1: (laughs) Were they disposable?
3: No, they were ones you wore for a month. Oh, so she was was looking for them, and I think.
1: That reminds me of an old joke where a man sneezes and his glass eye flies across the pub into a bloke's pint. He drinks it. And he goes home that night, the guy who's drunk the pint with a glass iron, and has terrible stomach pain. So he goes to the doctor, I'm going to rush this, because at- he goes to the doctor, and the doc- he's got these terrible stomach pains. He says, OK, bend over. So he bends over, and he shines his torch into his bottom. And he says to oh. the guy, well, don't you trust me? I'll let you work that out. <laughs> no, I'll let on. you work that out during this break.
0: Frank Skinner.
1: I was putting the bins out um, yesterday and, you know, I ended up um, talking to a group of people and singing Harry Belafonte's, let's call it his other Christmas hit, Scarlet Ribbons, in the street.
0: I don't
3: think I know that one.
1: No uh, one oh, it's... It. No, it's,
3: it's, a, it's a very
1: oh, famous... Oh, yes. I well, it's, it's about... Um, he goes in to see... Uh, there I saw my childhood prayer. <laughs> Bring for me... She's asking, um, you know, for a Christmas present. It's Christmas Eve. Bring for me some scarlet ribbons Scarlet ribbons want, for my hair I want so, a bit more than that this Christmas So yeah <laughs> And it's too late He goes out into the road And uh, to try and get them everything shot You know what it used to be like Christmas Eve All mm. all, all the doors were barred and shuttered All the streets were dark and bare And so he can't get them so And he, gets uh, he's, he feels he's let his daughter down He feels really upset mm-hmm. And then when he gets up the next morning Um uh, on her bed in gay profusion, was what he says. It's absolutely crammed with scarlet ribbons. What happened? What? We don't know. <laughs> Fact is, we don't know what happened, but that's them, them's the basics. So,
3: were scarlet ribbons sort of that year's Cabbage Patch kids? Was it you was, couldn't get them anywhere? No, that, you couldn't. Um, I I like scarlet ribbon sounds like RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhat. And now, scarlet ribbon. ribbon. Hi.
1: Um, no. At the same time, we were talking earlier, um, Emily um, condemned my parking choice this morning. What did I
2: say? I said, I think I said, I started it with, can I be honest, which yes. is never good.
1: No, I always, <laughs> my stomach clenched. Can I be honest from Emily, for real. Oh.
3: Please don't. But yes, I think the
1: feeling was I parked under a tree for shade. And Mm. I forgot lime, the lime element, the bird lime. Mm. Rookie Mm. error. There's one in our. there's a car in our road, white BMW, nice car, Mm. absolutely caked. Caked in bird. You know, I love a mystery car you know a car that hasn't been moved for ages Mm. oh Oh, man i love that yeah sometimes you get the ones with about eight parking tickets on and stuff like that that
2: was me in the 90s
1: yeah in the old days like it was the tax disc was way out but this car obviously hasn't moved for months what's What's going on with that car what's (laughs) happening to the bat no one's turning it over do
3: you still have to do that i think you do (laughs) is that gone with the choke
1: no i think if you (laughs) i miss um, the choke
3: the choke remember the choke
1: yes i do Oh, fine. Okay. I, that was was his nickname. (laughs) Um, It it was, um, um, no, because during lockdown, I didn't drive for about a month Mm. and the battery didn't like it when I got in the car the batch was going help me
0: <laughs>
1: help so yeah that's uh, that's there
3: oh frank someone's just asked um you're singing while you're putting the bins out is this revenge on the bin complaining neighbor no she hasn't
1: moved in yet i don't know what in? her reticence is based on <laughs> but obviously if i'm um, when i have to put my bins out i've got so many bins <laughs> i could do carmen all the way through um but, no, it was, I, the, the, do you, it was halfway through my... Because I sang more to, to these... Uh, it was two women I was talking to mm-hmm. and their children. Uh, I sang more of the song to them because they didn't know the song either. And I really had the impression that they didn't... They wanted it to stop. <laughs> they wanted to go of away. they did. But I hadn't finished the... Na- it's a narrative tale. Mm. I couldn't just leave it there to get to the gay profusion.
3: I think being sung uh, <laughs> to—that's uh, pop. That's club, <laughs> that's club
1: round the corner. I think think nice. being
3: sung to is awkward, though, isn't it? It mm. is awkward.
1: I, I had a tear terror- Well, anyway, mm. um, we don't. We, we can't just talk. I mean, we have to play music. That's in the contract.
0: Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
1: Now, a lot of people. Um, I think the cool thing to say at the moment about Netflix is that it's on the way down. It had a great run, but it's, it's you know what I mean? It's struggling. And I've all, I'm always happy to hear of a multi million dollar organisation crumbling, but I've got news. It's back. Ooh. Now, I've, I saw a programme this week. You may well be familiar with it. But you know, when you see something on the telly that just makes you happy and without any complications. And let me know do you know a thing called Is It Cat?
0: I'm going to oh, say yeah.
1: that. It's oh, the best thing in the world. man. I'm a late oh. adopter of Is It Cake, but really, my kids had chicken pox this week very badly, and it's been difficult. We thought at one point it was the monkey. Oh, no. But it isn't. It's a chicken. It, it's the chicken, yeah. Uh, oh. And... Um, what has got us through is is it cake in case you don't know what is it cake is is that people make very very realistic um representations of of everyday objects and say five of them are laid out and four of them are the real objects and one of them is a cake made to look like one i mean it's
2: so, if, for example, it's burger and chips or... Yeah, or, or a say, I mean, the one thing. I watched, yeah.
1: they had five sextants. I beg your pardon. You know, oh, the navi- navigational uh, <laughs> equipment. So, five sextants and someone had made a cake one. Oh, wow. Uh, and that was... Um, can I be honest? I was lying about the sextants.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's can't believe you it was the
1: episode <laughs> I was dreaming of, but it never... Quite, no, you're quite right, he uses stuff like handbags and yes. burgers. oh, man, it was just great. And there's a very eccentric contestant, which you have to have on a show, who's got green hair oh,
0: yeah.
1: and a green beard mm. and glasses with skulls on them. And I think the last episode will reveal him to be a cake. <laughs> That's how I think it's going to go. Oh, the moment of truth
2: when they cut into the cake. Oh, I It's bear so, it. it's great.
1: Honestly, check it out, guys. It's just happy TV. Mm. And, you know, you, you realise that Great British Bake Off's rubbish. They do nothing they the with trip. the cake. They just make a cake. Mm. Yeah. There's no guessing.
2: No. I'll tell you what else was happy TV. The Queen with Paddington. Did you see? Oh, oh yes. Come on.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, but yeah. was it the Queen yeah. or was it a cake? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it moved. It moved. Definitely moved. What if the, What if they did that in Qatar with the World Cup grounds? One of them is a cake. When they get there,
0: <laughs> Harry cake. <Kane. laughs>
1: Harry came. Well, we, we got there and uh, turned out to be a cake. Um, no, I'll tell you something about the. Uh, the whole jubilee uh, spectacular.
2: Brian May's shirt.
1: I loved that. You know what? Was it a shirt? or Was it a jacket?
2: No, he had a silver. When he did the performance, yeah. When well, he changed his outfit, I am. Um, I made an um, an inventory of all their clothes. Okay, Queen, and because they changed, they did a quick change between the backstage interview and the performance. Yeah, so they had Velcro. Just <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you're absolutely right. He wore a toe... And I'm going Jaquito.
1: Jaquito, I love that. He had a
2: Jaquito for the performance backstage. He had a silver sort of um, slightly um, Buzz Aldrin themed well, Adam Adam. What's he called? Lambert? The
1: Adam Lambert was dressed for the <laughs> flying carpet, I thought. You I thought any hover? minute the flying carpet will arrive and it'll be a whole new world. <laughs> <clears throat> and then hovering above the palace. But uh, it never turned up, the carpet. No. Apparently stuck in traffic at King's Cross. <laughs>
0: this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Angela Barnes is with us this morning. You can text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Frank? <coughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Angela. Very frank good, just
2: told me something off air which I'm still finding it difficult to recover from. Mm. And it was during an encounter with... Ricky Wilson
1: of the Kaiser <laughs> Chief uh, yes. to share this um, no I'll, I'll share it yeah. I okay. I met Ricky Wilson um and uh, you know you liked always that like, I'm a bit always, always do that I'm a big fan of yours things mm. people I've never heard of uh, but I, I had uh, I had heard this and I said I really love that one Julie 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 Julie
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Da, 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 and he said thanks but it's Ruby
0: oh, oh. And
1: I also did that thing of going, yeah, yeah, of course, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. yeah, all right. (laughs) But as we established before, um, singing to people is bad enough as it is, especially if you're singing the wrong words to
2: them. Well, Clive Silas has got in touch, guys, one of our regulars, Mm. to say the goodies sing... Scarlet Gibbons, Scarlet Gibbons for my hair in Funky Gibbon. Yes, uh, are either of you familiar with that?
1: I am. Yes, uh, yes. It's a uh, when they've sort of done, they've done the Funky Gibbons song. They uh, they do a bat reference to um, to to Ari Bellafonte's Scarlet Ribbons, but they sing it Scarlet Gibbons. Okay, I got it at the time. Many didn't. I suspect.
3: Mm. I'm still thinking about those. Neighbors of yours standing there while you was—it really makes me. Because you know, on come dine with me, sometimes they'll have that as the entertainment. They'll have someone just come and sing to them, but like really close. Mm. That what 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 do you do with your face while that's happening? Now that
1: is a, that's the issue.
3: You know, I used to have. I dated a guy who was a I say a poet. He worked for Lambeth Council, but he called himself a poet. And <laughs> they, they often do. He used to just read poetry to me, But it's only me and him in the room, and I. what do you I only kissed him to stop him talking oh (laughs)
1: well I I once went backstage um I'd seen um I'm sure I've told this story on here before but it's so pertinent to this I have to tell it again um I went to see a bob dylan gig in which he was supported by elvis costello and elvis costello obviously doesn't normally support anyone it's just him and an acoustic guitar trying out new stuff wow so it was like a a work in progress gig for elvis costello on the bill of bob dylan and i knew elvis costello a bit so i went backstage and he we were standing in the door of his dressing room. We didn't actually get in. But he was leaning on one side of the door frame and I was the other, so that you can give the sense of how far away we were. And I said, <clears throat> I love that, because that, they were all new stuff. I said, I love that second one that was like about... And he said, oh, you mean...
0: And didn't oh. go down
1: and, and oh. i we were very close oh. and i ran out of facial expressions um i mean it's like you know when you go lap dancing club you got three facial expressions and then you just go blank
2: <laughs> frank and his relatable material <laughs> yeah.
1: so they, he was looking at me and it, obviously i was a massive fan everything of, on paper it should have been one of the great moments of my life. I remember becoming really aware that I thought he might be getting oil from the hinge on his jacket. <laughs> you know, you try and focus on something else to take the anxiety away. Uh, I considered at one point the mock faint.
3: Oh, do you think it's a British thing? Do you think other nationalities deal with it better? Is it sort of because we're just so awkward? Well, it's quite emotional. But honestly, he finished the first verse, and I said, "Yeah, that was
1: the one." Then he went, and he honestly sang to me for like three and a half minutes. No, and I love Elvis Costello. But even retelling that story now, I will have have to take the next break just to to calm calm myself. (laughs) I've got so tense just in the remembering of it. I was worried that my breath might steamy spectacles. (laughs) Frank Skinner
0: on Absolute Radio.
1: Yeah, if, if you've ever had an excruciating being sung to or read to mm. moment, I'd love to know about it on 8.12.15, by the way. Pretty mm. professional. <laughs> anyway, uh, Angela Barnes is, is with us this morning. Oh,
3: oh, lovely. I was named after that song. I then was, you should I'm be an angel Angela Barnes I am then. an angel. My dad was at school with Mick Jagger, Dartford Grammar School for Boys. Oh, there you you're
1: go.
2: having a <laughs> laugh.
3: There you go. See, wow. you're so cool, your parents. That's well, cool. I say that. I think Mick Jagger was a couple of years older than my dad, but his dad was captain of the basketball team. In, uh, Mick Jagger's Mick dad? Mick Jagger's dad was, yeah. OK. Yeah, there you
1: go. Mick Jagger's dad was at the same school as Mick Jagger. No, no,
3: he was not captain, coach. coach oh, not coach, not captain, OK. Sorry, my bad, coach.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. There you go. He's quite sporty, <laughs> I think, Mick Jagger, Robert hipped.
0: Mm. He
1: was the only person on the team who could jump through the basketball hoop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about when I met Chris Jagger and he was talking about all the famous people in the area and he said, you know, uh, Michelle Collins lives near here and the great Soprendo." and my sister said your brother's Mick Jagger
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh marvelous oh. so what's what's happening well, Age. what's happening i i've had a bit of a i've entered a new phase in my life this week it's quite exciting because i'm i'm 45 and oh, um sorry. i know but <laughs> i you know when you're in your 20s and you get invited to loads of weddings all of a sudden like mm. right? they all just I've now I've had a glut of invites to second weddings. Oh, of
1: course, yeah.
3: To the yeah, and I've only just had my first one. I was a bit late getting going, so yeah. I really I've got about four second weddings to go to. You, um,
1: Emily, has got to think about what he's worn (laughs) at second weddings.
3: Well, you
2: know what I what I my uh, how I picture uh, a second wedding Mm. is. uh, Bride
3: in white trousers suit, trouser suit, watched out. by angry stepchildren.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I had um, so I wore a white wedding dress to my wedding. I got married in September, and uh, I, I wanted to wear a proper wedding dress because I was forty-four, and I wanted people to know I wasn't you were, a guest. So you'd be glad of a veil. <laughs> what are <you're> you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. <laughs> it's early in the morning. All right. Um, I, I meant, I meant. <laughs>
1: but anyway. No,
3: you've just said you'd be glad of a veil. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't mean you. I mean why? On who got married later. <laughs> well, I'd found... certainly be glad kind of a veil.
3: When I went to for my dress fitting because you have to go to the boutique place you know to which I'm I'm not good at clothes shopping when people you have to talk to people and she kept I think she thought it was my second word, because she kept using words like elegant and timeless oh, you know right. I'd say like, I'm in my Never 40s I'm not size. from the 1940s <laughs> <laughs> it was really yeah so did you wear a proper big white I, it was it was like a fifty style but it was a white yeah, a white dress. Did you have a train? White. I didn't have a train, oh, no. I had a, I had a little veil. Oh. Yeah. 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 But um okay. yeah. I but they, she, she was and the other thing she said to me was um this woman in the boutique, she said you'll be wanting to cover the tops of your arms. <sighs> And then oh. she said, women in the 40s don't like the tops of their arms. And I said, "Did what? she?" And I said, I, I quite like the tops of my arms because they're good at keeping on the bottoms of my arms.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah like, well, they're very hard without. Yeah. I, um, I was on Have I Got News for You once. We were talking about the fact that Michelle Obama had been... Um, question for having a sleeveless thing when she met the Queen or something. Oh, Oh, yes. And a Tory MP...
2: I believe the headline was
1: The Right to Bear Arms. Yeah, well, the the Tory MP quoted that. Oh, did he? And I really, really laughed, you know, thinking it was his original (laughs) joke. And you know when you really, really really laugh at someone who stole a joke, there's a moment when you see a shadow fall across their face where their joy is slightly... um, slightly unhinged by guilt
3: yeah do they reference it or not do they give yeah exactly
1: do they say well actually we didn't you know and I you know I I was hosting so I felt I had to be nice to him also
3: this wedding dress
2: shop Mm. I like that it's called boutique as well because that in itself is very 1940s isn't
3: it it's a place where you know you walk in and they offer you a glass of Prosecco um, I can't think of the
1: one that Emily went to. What did the woman (laughs) say?
2: I, um, Frank's sister-in-law, was getting married. And uh, at that time, I still had a few loose connections in the uh, retail industry. And I just suggested, I was coming up with suggestions, and there was a shop I recommended to her. And uh, I wronged them, but they had a slight assembly line approach. It transpired with regards to brides, because when I called and I said, oh, I'd love to come in if you could open up for us, because my my lovely friend Rachel is getting married. And she said, congratulations. Anyway, we can get you in on... (laughs)
1: Uh, I love love it when a word of joyous kindness is reduced to just sound. Oh, love it.
2: May I share this with you, whilst we're talking about being? We were talking about being sung to. One one eight. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Angela. It was a nice bit of praise there, but I left that out. Okay. Uh, you look upset. Don't worry, it's for me. Yes. I, <laughs> no, I am upset. Ter- <laughs> I are. Oh, I had a terrible experience of being sung to. Gather round the fireside. Mm i was sat on a garden swing seat with my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) and he just started singing adele's someone like you oh god it gets worse okay in a very high-pitched tone and then she's put this in caps with his eyes closed I didn't know what to do.
1: Uh, I know what I just got.
3: <laughs> <He's got> his, <laughs> sneaked off. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. he's got his eyes shut, that's your chance, oh, love. No. It just kept
2: going on <gasps> and on. Needless to say, he's no longer my boyfriend. No, oh, man. Oh, no, no, no. Monkey emoji with eyes over face. Yeah. That's Sarah in Weymouth. <clears throat> what did he think was going to happen when he did that? Also, isn't... Isn't it a lament towards it someone you've up, so, yeah. broken up with?
1: The whole album is about um, mm. being uh, breaking up, being dumped, whatever Well, maybe it is, that's it? what he
3: was doing. Maybe he shut his eyes oh. to give her the chance to, to go. Oh. <laughs>
1: and, she uh, wasn't getting he also, in. didn't just give her the, the chance. He gave her the reason yeah. as well. <laughs> All in one act. Do you really? Is this, do you want this to be your life? Oh, man. Well, that's... Uh, if I need done Skyfall us <laughs> oh. Anyway
2: No I'd find that an aphrodisiac if would someone you? did that because it would just be a weird random move and I'd, lo- I'd respect them for that Ooh. Do you
1: remember in I think Man With Two Brains, a Steve Martin film um, this, he, it, this, this the girl that he la- really likes he sings to her and in the middle of it she takes out a trumpet <laughs> and, and, and does a trumpet <laughs> solo It's is sort a of perfect <laughs> response <laughs> And then after, he says to her, you know, when I, when I watch you blowing that trumpet, I just wanted to go into the end of the trumpet and whirl through all of those little valves and go down and just go down onto your lips. Oh. And she said, why didn't you? And he said, well, I didn't want to get spit on <laughs> Anyway, that's an extract there from a Man With Two Brains, which I'll tell you about. It's a film I thought was like, the funniest film ever made. And then I showed it to my girlfriend, uh, Kath, uh, some probably ten years after I'd first watched it myself and she didn't like it and in her not liking it I stopped liking it as well oh. um, I, I I started not liking it by osmosis as I sat next to her and now I don't think I could face it at all
2: have you thought of showing Kath any 70s doctor who? <laughs>
1: at all. <laughs> no. So, okay. I, I, I've Maybe thought, you should. I, I've decided very strongly against
0: <laughs> that. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: <laughs> I okay. used to know a newsreader. Mm. I'm making it sound sinister. I used to know. Somebody I used to know. Goiter. As I call them. Yeah. Um, but he would tell me, I better not name him just in case I shouldn't be showing this, but... He said, uh, with Sir Trevor, they used to take bets on how he would round off the show. And they'd say, it sounds like it's a good night from me and all of us at ITN, they would sometimes say. And sometimes they'd say, no, I think it's going to be from the entire team. It's one of those nights. Oh.
1: Mm. Ooh. Who knew that?
2: Mm. Yeah. All of us at ITN or the entire There were variations. The entire team often meant a big event had happened.
1: I tell you what I uh, very much enjoy, I very much enjoy the, the fact that BBC One HD cannot bring us local news <laughs> at the current moment. So when everyone else in the, um, is watching blurry local news on their non-HD, we get stuff like birdsong and, um, and sounds of the sea over some dull red caption. <laughs>
3: Because the local news departments can't afford the makeup that can deal with HD, oh, is that
1: I, I don't know if that's what it. Is. I, the suggestion is we, it says something like we cannot at this moment Ooh. bring you local news, and I think maybe they, they're working on it. Mm. But um, there are other people thinking, God, is it the local news? It looks like watching it through a Vaseline filter. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that gets me about the news while we're on it is when the rolling news stops rolling. So you put, again, you put Sky News on and there's a one hour documentary about endangered bears. Yeah, that's not where that
3: should be,
1: is it? Rolling news, that should be the news all the time. A ticker tape along the bottom is not good enough for me. Keep rolling. That's my advice. Anyway, that's the news sorted. What about outside world news?
0: <laughs> I like keep
2: rolling. That's my advice.
1: <laughs> keep rolling. No, said
2: Chris, I should have said that to Chris Jagger. They
1: should do, at the end of rolling news, I know it never ends, Ooh. but say just before the hour, they should do a keep rolling, like they do on Strictly. <laughs> This no is one-off Frank, documentaries This is
3: why Frank isn't a news presenter <laughs> I miss the days where you just had your news sort of once a day maybe twice six maybe at ten as well mm. the sort of rolling thing you know oh. you watch your BBC news see what's going on Channel I 5 thought the
1: news would be better if um, they had a studio audience mm. yeah. just sharpen them up a bit because it's so easy, isn't it? Nobody there. You can be as lax as you like.
2: <laughs> it's so easy.
1: <laughs> yeah. You need a crowd to really get people on their toes. There'll be a lot more unfinalists, you know what I mean? <laughs> but keep from laughing. I
2: think that's one of the worst ideas you've ever had. An audience I... for the news.
1: I also think the news should start with the comic light-hearted or, you know, those kind of stories. Ease you in. Well, it's a suggestion that bad news is like the big news, mm. but actually good news is the really uh, remarkable, the fact that there's been any. Mm. So.
2: You seem to be trying to turn this into a, a gig. No, really. <laughs>
1: I don't want to do the news. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I fully respect people who read the news.
2: Oh, my God,
3: Frank. I just, it's reading. It. We're gonna, oh, it's just reading. It's just reading. All it? I mean, I, I
1: like the people read.
3: I respect that, you know, because it's the pronunciations that would worry me. Oh, well, there's a department, now your... isn't there? Oh, no, you could, like, ring a number, can't you? Yeah. But still, I think, if they're willing to take of, that
1: on... A lot of trust involved in that mm. pronunciation <laughs> person. Mm. What about if it's, like, <laughs> April Fool's Day and you've got to phone up your pronunciation? Very <laughs> anxiety-making. Frank Skinner.
0: Frank Skinner. Absolute
2: Radio. Absolute Radio. May I share this with you? It's from Robert. Uh, he said I don't know if he, he's, he's got another moniker I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it but uh, okay. he says big weekend
3: oh I just spat a crisp out Ooh.
1: oh that's <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen
3: I thought it best to be honest but you yeah. know it makes you look seem more real Emily because you're so <gasps> oh. beautiful and elegant and I'm so in awe of you that now you've done that I feel now much more pretty. relaxed yeah.
1: do you mean you, dis- you respect her a little less than you do
3: In a way. I've
1: always had this theory about when you see people choke.
2: It's Frank's worst thing. If someone chokes, he says, I don't respect them as much. I
1: respect them a little bit, but not as much as I did, certainly. I've seen the mask slip, but I'm all right with the crisp. Are you? Yes.
2: Big weekend for At Frank on the Radio and At Badil. Right. Uh, Prince of Wales quoting Three Lions. Yes. And wait for it. You might be able to explain this. Ben Stokes reviving Phoenix from the Flames.
1: Well, I think the Ben Stokes reference is that Phoenix from the Flames was a thing that me and uh, Dave used to do when we recreated uh, footballing moments. And there was a a wicket taken in yesterday's test match, um, day one of the test match. And I think this is what they mean. Ben Stokes then described the whole thing to his teammates as if they weren't there including like the bowling, the batting the catch, everything, he mimed it all through. Which
0: he was... put his little
2: paws up. Paws? His, paws. <laughs> his little paws?
1: <laughs> look, maybe you have a week off from the dog to walk in the dog podcast. I, don't, I think it's knocking you about.
2: <laughs> yeah but they look like little paws because he's got those funny gloves on. Who has? Ben Stokes, I think. Or someone in this someone there's a video here and someone is wearing funny gloves.
1: No, that that'll be Ben Fokes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Ben Fokes is the wicked keeper. It's not. It is, yeah.
3: I thought you meant it was like a Mime artist or something was <laughs> explaining the. Why haven't they got a comedy double act?
1: We might not so even be tubs. talking. Mm. More importantly, there's a tremendous mystery I think around the Prince Charles thing.
2: Oh, Prince Charles, mm. yes. Yeah. So tell me, tell us about the. Well, he
1: was speaking at the the jubilee um, gig, which yeah. was, I must say, a tremendous <laughs> evening, of fun for all the family. I um, missed
3: all of it. I was in Ireland. Well, let me Ooh. tell you
1: about it. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: See, I would if I was you. I would use that went before I came on stage, and I'd, I'd do this. AJ. Barnes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Barnes.
3: That sounds it like, like a, I'm doing like a hosting a love songs show on late night radio. Yeah, it's got a sort of
1: Serge Gainsbourg girl uh, feel to it. You, honestly, you can have that. Thank you. I'm, what am I going to use it for? It'd be weird if I used it, wouldn't it? People are thinking, what's he, what's he got into? What's he obsessed with her in some strange way? OK. You know, that's how rumours mm. start. Sorry, I'm trying to get out of this link. I can't. <laughs> can't actually find that, mo- that I don't spring know what book. you're
2: going to do you need Stokes
1: and Folks the spri- That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a good uh, Did Russell T Davis right there
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Angela Barnes you can text the show on 81215 follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk
2: Mm. Ruth. Ruth Jordan has got in touch, one of our regulars. Hello, Ruth. Ben Stokes and Ben Folks were joined in the England team by bowler Chris Wokes at mm. one point. Oh, he oh. just went round counselling everyone,
0: Chris Wokes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, you're, you're presumably aware of this, Frank.
1: Yes, well, Chris mm. Wokes is a Warwickshire player, which is actually my, my county. Um, but uh, yeah, but my county. small. Ben Stokes and Ben folks is so similar mm. that is, uh, it's kind of remarkable. Can I just say I was given a dark chocolate popcorn bite by Molly, who's was our assistant producer today, mm. and it. It looks exactly as if, if popcorn played Subutio. <laughs>
0: it's
1: got it's the bait. actually got the bait, the, the Subutio. You could play it. You could play Sabutio with it. What I would like is a team of a normal football team mm. of Sabutios against the popcorn <laughs> and see what the uh, difference makes. I'm gonna put a picture of it on um,
0: Do you know what I'm on gonna on gonna the say,
1: socials. I'm
2: gonna compare it to
1: uh, Summer's Day?
2: No. Doll's House Baked Alaska.
0: Sorry? Oh.
2: I'm very interested in you know in Doll's House mm. I love those
1: sort of miniaturized
2: things like when they do the little chicken and things. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That looks like a doll a baked Alaska because oh. it's got it's fluffy.
0: Oh, but it's on I a flint.
1: And of course you can use um, Half a walnut for a roast chicken,
0: <laughs> you can.
2: with some clear nail polish on it, mm. yeah. or, a, or a brain.
1: Oh yeah. Mm. Now you're making me think of—is it K? <laughs> oh, is
0: it
1: Don't K? get me back onto that. <laughs> right. There's yes. been uh, there's an auction mm. that's happening as we speak.
3: Oh, oh. yes.
1: And uh, I once had my hair cut in this very studio. And we put my hair on... Do you remember this? We put it on eBay, Emily. I do. And um, we got a grand. No. For it, yeah. wasn't a charity thing. Just, yeah. Just for me. No, <laughs> yeah. no, it was We did do it for charity. <laughs> um, and this, I thought, what? Well, who on earth would pay um, for my hair? Mm. And then... You're not the only one. Uh, yeah. Well, and then I saw that a man was selling some grass from uh, Nebworth, Mm. where Liam Gallagher... What? uh, Midlands-based
2: David Watson?
3: Yeah, that'll be him. (laughs) That's the
1: man. Well, I noticed uh, on his leg, he didn't mention this, he's got a thrush
3: Oh, I saw the bird, but I didn't know what it was.
1: Yeah, I think he might be a West Brom fan. Oh.
0: Because
1: their symbol, uh, uh, pre-boiler man certainly, was (laughs) what they call locally a throstle. Oh. A thrush on a bush, what it actually is. OK.
3: Oh, Sorry, there's things I want to say that aren't suitable for No, no.
1: fighty. Um, no, yeah, I'm fighting realized. it. Now I look back on, on that last sentence structure, it was an error. Um, you did I very had... well for a stand-up comedian <laughs> you, not to jump in.
2: I felt stiff with stress. Mm, that's, it's that's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, she... so I had to I... stop myself when Frank said on his leg. I found myself doing this a lot because it's too niche. I nearly jumped in and said, Is Leonard. Oh, Leonard
3: Fenton, Dr. Legg. Oh, yeah. most people aren't going to get that. It's too neat. that (laughs) is very, yeah. That's quite, so it's just, sorry, on this story, it's just the grass from the ground that because I just saw the the headline said (sighs) Nebworth grass, which I thought sounded like a prison nickname. But also, (laughs) it did, uh, it did, um, it's
1: from the Liam Gallagher gig, is what he's saying there. So not the Oasis gig, the famous Nebworth. (laughs) Which I was at. Surely the Stack grass was also at that gig. I don't know how quick... Well,
3: there we... was a
1: lot of it there, yes, well, I was there.
3: Yeah. You've yet to tell if it was grass from a, an Oasis gig because it would live forever.
1: Oh, oh, well, I'll tell you. What strikes me is that what is it currently at? Like, people are going to...
2: I checked last night... Go on. ...just to see if it had gone up. 65, comma, old school, 900. <laughs> Woo.
3: Did you work that out or did you have to get a turf accountant?
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, exceptional work. (laughs) (laughs) Exceptional. We've got to to end on that.
0: Fabulous. Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm.
2: So, this Nebworth Grass, Mm. who is. Now Angela said it, (laughs) it really does sound like they've.
1: uh, I don't know if there is an HM. Nebworth, (laughs) but they're autumn. What is Nebworth? What's its day job? Is it a
3: stately home or something? I've never been there, so I'm not not sure.
1: I've
2: been there once Uh, to the Oasis gig. Yeah. And I didn't get any grass. No. Sorry, I'll rephrase (laughs) that.
3: What, in the (laughs) 90s? I
2: was going to say, it's probably not true. (laughs) But is it what? I got a a pop star, uh, chatted me up, I remember. Nice. No, he had a... I won't mention who he is actually, but. uh, I think we
1: all have guessed it was David Van (laughs) Dyke. wow. That's. No, this
2: one, he had not a very good hat on. Okay. If you're going to chat a lady up, take the hat off. Was it a bucket? JK? No.
0: I okay. can't just go through people wearing <laughs> hats. I thought you were giving me
2: clothes. Yeah, but where are we going to end up? mean, just... Stewart? <laughs> Anyone else with a hat? No, no. Okay. Anyone else you'd like to throw their hat in the ring? Oh,
1: very good.
2: Um, so we've got... He put it in a clear plastic bag. He put it up for £5, originally. He couldn't believe his luck when he suddenly saw it had reached, well, now, 65,900.
1: Can I say, hold on? What, what is what is Nedworth's day job? What is it? Is it a stately? It's a privately home? owned it's, it's a stately home. Oh, no, I, I, I,
3: it, I yeah. has always assumed it was an aerodrome. You know what I mean? It just yeah. feels. well, like a circuit, a racing circuit, or something. It's not It like he thought, he was like RAF Northolt. What Holmes is an aerodrome
1: exactly? Is it, what's the difference between an aerodrome and an airport?
2: An airfield. I like Frank's unusual approach to broadcasting. He just <laughs> asks
0: questions all the time.
2: What is an aerodrome? What is the difference in aviation terms? I reckon we've got some pilots who can help us. Mm.
3: Any pilots? Are there get in touch? Dr- you have aerodromes and velodromes. Are they the only drones? Hippodrome.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. let's not go into all the drones. No. <laughs> I just don't know why an aerodrome would be different from an airport. Maybe it's only private and an aerodrome.
2: Mm. Mm. I, I think of them as airfield. Uh, mm. Now, so this <laughs> chap... No, always called that's them what it is, is
1: it? It's a field with a windsock. <laughs> <laughs> that's an aerodrome. Anyway, carry on.
2: So, yeah, he's... What I liked about this Dave, David Watson from the Midlands character mm. is he gave a quote saying what he was going to do if the bid came through. I think that's doubtful. Mm. But... He says he wants to invest it. And normally, I don't like it when people answer this question on sort of game shows and things. What will you do with the money? Yeah. Top three answers. What would you say? I, I, it's always I give it to my mother.
1: Yeah, mm. I'll take te- te- my wife on holidays. <laughs> we've <laughs> had a we've had a bit of a tough year. It's all yeah, right. it's
3: always. Yeah, yeah. All right. Kids to Disneyland.
1: Let's yeah. see what you would have won. Remember that. One. I always and thought. would be the minor keys. When Prince Harry. Um, Got married, he had three exes invited. They were actually at the ceremony. And it's one of the <laughs> best examples of let's see what you wouldn't <laughs> want.
0: <laughs> Just rub
1: their noses in it hard.
2: Anyway, he answered, which I liked. He didn't go treat my mother because she's a very special lady. No. Take the kids to Disneyland.
3: They could do with the holiday. He went, I'm going to invest in a bouncy castle business. <laughs> I can't decide whether that's a business that is or isn't inflation-proof. Well, okay. no, but he
1: I think that's why he said... The actual quote was, it's the only way to make money with inflation oh, at the moment. Oh, he's doing a joke. And I don't think the, 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 art, the yes, press person I got, got it, it. it, and they thought, no, he really is going to buy yeah. that. <laughs> so um, I'm sorry to, to, to undermine your joke yeah, there, no, but I, no, think, I think, to be fair to Dave Watson, with his throstle leg... I think he was doing a joke. I think... I want to talk to you about the the money because there's something that I'm very anxious about.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: We were talking about um, selling grass, obviously.
0: <laughs> oh, dear.
1: <laughs> but real grass, grass, so green I grass. A bit on
2: episode of Starsky and Hodge.
1: <laughs> um, well, I, well, I was... Unsettled by this article because mm. people have, all, have bid several thousand pounds. What was the last one you saw? 65,000.
2: 65, 000, 65 grand
1: for about eight or nine blades of grass. Now, clearly, there is some doubt in this guy's mind that anyone will actually pay. Now, I thought there might be a legal obligation mm-hmm. if, you, if you bid. Mm. Um, I thought it might be. Um, you know, like in the restaurant, if you don't pay. I'd Is anyone, <laughs> 8, 12, 15, has this ever happened to anyone, ever, that you have to wash the dishes
2: if you don't
1: pay in a restaurant?
2: Well, surely that never happens outside of the bean at home.
1: Well, I, I'd like to... If anyone knows if it actually happened or worked, <laughs> I would love to hear about that. Secondly... Um, if you bid for something at say like I went to an auction at Christie's once if you just bid wildly Man, the, man the
0: people Yeah
1: well I was buying Elvis's shirt <laughs> but if I um, if I would bid 65 grand for something and at the end said oh, I'm not paying that I think there would have been legal comeback Oh that. there
3: is Yeah because yeah. that's a contract i suppose I think, you, I think
1: you have to go and renovate a, a, you, a painting
3: you can't um
1: it's <laughs> a renovate an oil painting yeah. from the uh <laughs> mid-17th century
2: but you can't hold your paddle up and not be good for it no and other no. things that make me sound like jacob reese <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i was thinking of the canoe i said that to him he wouldn't listen john no. Darwin. so it's um I've, I think that's awful. You can bid and then just not be held to right, bang to rights on it.
0: So just that's p- the
3: thing, is so on eBay? You can just. I mean, we're not advertising this, No, but it it does sound like a great
1: trolling opportunity. You could bring the entire eBay system down by just bidding for everything massively high. Mm. Don't do that.
2: I believe in an auction situation, you are entering
1: a legal contract, essentially, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, but that's what... This is an auction situation. Exactly. I don't get it. I I think they should be made to pay 65 grand.
3: For, Mm. For blades of grass that oasis or liam gallagher hasn't even touched
1: they could sell it as um wind direction assessment (laughs) equipment you know you used to see golfers (laughs) would throw a few blades of grass in the air and see which way it flew that would be and then it might be worthy dog dog regurgitation (laughs) uh, apparatus Oh, so, when, how did you used to? It's uh, a good phone. How did you tell Wind Direction when you were little? I, we very, every, everyone licked stuff when you I was a your kid. Finger, don't you? Yeah. yeah, you licked your finger and the, the site that got cold, that was where the. <laughs> but we licked everything. People licked pencils when they were yeah. writing. And if you were about to turn a page. Oh, don't. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That,
2: the, the, that's one of my phobias. Is people licking I asked someone to stop doing it once. Didn't get
1: yeah, down well. Really? I still it's, lick a pencil, now.
2: Yeah, but someone what? licking their um they, they, it makes me. Sp- what if it's they've so got the? You know, in the
3: post office, they used to have, they have the little moist sponge. Yeah. Dip the finger yeah. in and do it. But they, used, right? they
1: also used to have those um, <laughs> those rubber thimbles with yeah. the uh, <laughs> like the abrasive rubber thimbles. Yeah. yeah. What happened to that? I wouldn't mind one of those if anyone knows where I can they've get They've gone
2: the way of uh, paperweights with um, animal figurines on them. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well, well, Letter see. openers. We'll see. We'll
0: see. No, we won't. I've got a, a. No, we won't see. I've
1: got a letter opener with a a, a, a D as, oh. um hoof as the handle.
3: The hoof? They're not very dexterous, are they, for <laughs> opening letters? No, well, it's, there's a
1: sharp <laughs> bit on it as well. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, it's for, it's for opening cupboards.
0: I remember <laughs> rightly. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Have you.
2: Did I do this correction, which is uh, from Matt in Essex, regular listener?
1: I made a mistake, didn't I?
2: I have to correct mm. Frank with regards to the Steve Martin film.
1: Here it comes. Correction, Correction. Really sounds like an actual crowd singing. <laughs> Go on. It is actually
2: The Jerk, not The Man with Two Brains. Mm. Mm. And whilst
1: I agree with his current view of The Jerk, no, it wasn't, but it wasn't my current view of The Jerk because it was Man With Two Brains. They were two separate... He's right, the trumpet was from The Jerk. I got that wrong, I made a mistake. But yeah. the, the film I watched with my partner she, that she didn't like was Man With Two Brains.
2: Well, yes, that's his point. Whilst I agree... I'm sorry, my emphasis was wrong. Whilst I agree with his current view of The Jerk, which did seem better 20 years ago, The Man With Two Brains remains a comedy classic.
1: Now, what... But no, it's wrong because I it was I watched Man with Two Brains I know, again. I haven't uh, rewatched the joke. But Kath didn't like it, and you and she, she needs to. Okay. Mm, but if you watch a comedy film with someone who doesn't like it, it's very easy to not like it yourself. I think don't watch films twice; they're often rubbish the second time.
3: And if you have bigged up a film to someone, it is hard to then watch it with them.
2: I know. You know when you've really
3: hyped something yeah, up. Yeah, you... I hyped it too much. Mm. I made a mistake. Um, we've had to reply, Frank, about the dishwashing in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's from somebody called Alderman Malachy Pakenham, which his name just makes me think he's got some authority. Right. Um, it yeah. makes me
1: think he uh, represents the monster raving loony party. <laughs> but I could be wrong.
3: He says, the washing dishes is a legal falsehood unless you agree to do so. Auctions are different. There is an implied contractual agreement between yes. auction house and buyer. I will send you my professional fee note in due course. No, but very fine. But well, send me your number, please, Alderman. But isn't, there, isn't there an
1: agreement between an eBay um, bidder?
3: Does it count as an auction well, house no, eBay or is it a different? I typing? think it's it an auction childish house. Childish font, of course, there
0: isn't.
1: <laughs> I uh, I use eBay a lot, and I would. I would feel I morally obliged Ooh. if I if I'd bid something to, to spend that money. I'm put off by the font. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I bought a uh, Ethelred the Unready coin. Oh. Uh, 450. You're the
3: only person alive <laughs> that would react like that. We did a podcast episode about Edgar Red the Unready. Oh, yeah. quite, and that's when I learned that unready doesn't mean he wasn't ready. What does no. it mean? It means unaware. Is that
1: right? Mm. Yeah, they just couldn't resist the pawn. Mm. He had the classic sort of scheming mother as well, didn't he? He had like a a theatrical mother wanting to get him on the main stage. It's a great story. But um, and His
3: name's basically an oxymoron. I think his surname sort of contradicts his first name, Ethelred, and the Red of Ethelred contradicts the unready. I can't remember the exact details, but...
1: Yes, yeah. but it is to do with unawareness, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. And it's something to do with bad counsel in there as oh, well. Oh, that
3: ill-advised—that's That's it. it is. Ill-advised. It's, it's, yeah, Ethelred the Advised is ill-advised. So his name. Contradicts Do you know
2: stuff. what I think? I don't I think he's put a PR spin on that. So it's basically saying it's not my
1: fault. But he ill advised. but he's <laughs> <I> got, got <laughs> terrible PR. He's I got see. Like, he had a very bad Viking action.
2: Mm. Is it you worse know? than Genghis? Is it worse than his PR? He's uh, got the worst PR. No,
1: I think he's got a sense of um Evil but powerful, whereas uh, <laughs> ethelred has got a slight sort of oafish, sort of s- silly, incompetent man silly. thing. Silly. You don't want that if you're a if you're Mr. A B. Anglo Saxon king. You don't want uh, silly. That's <laughs> one of your adjectives. There's no Alfred the Silly, is there? <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank
0: Skinner.
1: Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.
2: Yeah, but is it cake? Ooh. Oh, it cake. Um, I think you should present that, Frank.
1: Yeah, I think I'm not the sort of people... Uh, I think I've got one of those faces now on telly that people don't want to have food around it. Oh, Frank! It's all right. you know, people get old. That's what happens. Um, speaking of which, um, Prince Charles, as we mentioned earlier, I never got round to this, he said um, maybe this year it will come home. Mm. Um, with actually footage of Bobby Moore receiving the World Cup in the background. And obviously I was quite pleased,
0: mm. especially
1: as Amazing. Rod Stewart came on and said, the BBC made me sing this and then did Sweet <laughs> Caroline. Mm. And I thought what's happened is the BBC con- launched a conspiracy against Three Lions. Yeah. Mm. And um, Prince Charles is, uh, is, is my man on the inside. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what it is. Very exciting. And then um, Rod Stewart's wife went on Loose Women and said that now the Queen had directly had asked Rod to sing um, Sweet Caroline.
0: What? Why? Which,
1: why? Yeah. Only if she thought he was Neil Diamond, which is possible, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I but I don't think that's right.
2: You did, I mean, you have had...
1: Blaming the Queen, bullying Rod Stewart. This is what the BBC are like with people over seventy-five now, because they don't have to pay for a TV license.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to
1: keep them sweet.
2: You have had previous, of course, with the Queen.
1: I oh. have, yeah, but I, I look, you know, the Queen. I, I enjoyed the whole event. Uh, she did a great Paddington job I'm not blaming the Queen I somewhat weird has gone on where Rod Stewart has had 900 hits does a cover mm. it's,
0: it's a
3: plot. Yeah. when did Sweet Caroline become I'm not a big sports person so when did that become the big sort of well for England I think about
1: really it's super popular during the last Euros last right. summer yeah. but um, I think Glasgow Rangers sang it for many years which is oh, another right. okay. odd reason for a Celtic, high-profile Celtic fan <laughs> to think. I'm, I'm a purist. But, besides all the conspiracy yeah. theory, did you watch the pageant? You didn't, because you were in... I didn't, in. I was in Kilkenny. The pageant <laughs> was... I, I, I set this up last week, decade bosses <laughs> with people from each decade on the boss...
2: So it was awful, Angela. So- they lumped you in your decade. So they said, you're going on the 90s bus, but you're on the oh, 80s. I, I, what a way to find out you're not relevant anymore. <laughs> yeah,
1: but oh, but more brilliantly, I, I don't know if, if you did this, Angela, but there is a long time-honoured tradition in, in the celebrity world that if you're offered any job, which is, like, unusual and doesn't have... Like, is an obvious, like, doing what the way... You always... There's always one question you ask. Who else is doing it? (laughs) I think that question had been overlooked by a great many people. (laughs) I think people... People who go to things now where they think, oh, I wish I hadn't come here, mm. celebrity type, they'll be, they'll say, oh, yeah, I, I was, they absolutely threw me onto the bus
3: <laughs> rather than under it.
1: <laughs> Honestly, you should watch it because, um, <laughs> They couldn't even get the decades right. What decade yeah. did
3: they start with? How far back
2: did they go? Well, let's just say Bonnie Langford, who's a lovely woman, they oh. put her on the 1940s bus what? or
1: something. Yeah. Did they? That's disgraceful. Um, Anthony Turner was on the 60s bus. What? And, and, and um, Alan Titchmarsh, who was on the 60s bus, kept saying over and over, <laughs> well, I, I didn't do any television <laughs> until the 70s. <laughs> Oh, it was a real. Why am I? Here. It was the most. Why am I here? When will oh, it end? Oh, I've ever seen.
3: There's some agents getting sacked, aren't there oh, this week? Oh
1: man, I presume the people on the bosses don't have agents. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, if ever, if ever, Angela, you have a bad, you know, showbiz moment of the rest of your career, I would always think, oh, at least I wasn't on the pageant. <laughs> Um, by the way episode 3 of my poetry podcast is out Wednesday this week Alfred Lord Tennyson half a league half a league off and and uh... Catch up on all the previous episodes from wherever you get your podcasts. I actually do an impression of Alfred Lord Tennyson.
2: He's one of my he's one of my faves.
1: I can't wait. Well, you'll love it, Lady of Shalott. Can't I love go it wrong anyway,
2: Frank. Anyway,
1: anyway. It? Um, thank you, uh, Angela. It's lovely having you on. Thank you. For thank you me. so much uh, coming all the way from the seaside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, so, um, the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise. We'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out.